Hey, what's up? This is Billy from Dillinger 4, and you're listening to The Dummy Room. What's up, guys? Dummy Room Punk Rock Podcast, episode 168. Hope everyone's doing excellent. I don't know what happened to January, but somehow we ended up in February here. And I, I think I said before I was going to try to get Dummy Room back on track. And uh, I have failed <laughs> at that so far. But anyways, huge thanks to everyone who checked out the Dummy Room Awards episode. The response was massive, and I couldn't be happier just because... It was such a pain in the ass, so hard to get out, just just the editing and everything, and then, uh, you know, it was delayed because of, of life and work, and I got sick. It totally sucked, and it was just totally bad timing, but I'm glad I got it out, and uh, I'm glad uh, some people checked it out, at least made it worthwhile. Uh, this episode will feature uh, Mike from D-Cracks. We, uh, we got to hang out last weekend, actually, and uh, had, had a cool chat. Right up front, I gotta thank uh, huge thanks to Mike and Matt for uh, for letting me be involved with the announcement of their new bass player. It's coming up. Uh, I had no idea. I had my guesses, and I was wrong. <laughs> Anyways, uh, Mike's a cool guy, and I you know it's always fun to have him in here. And I've actually uh, actually told him that uh, you know one of the reasons why this show is so hit or miss um, for the last six months is because. It's hard to do by myself, you know, and not having a permanent co-host, you know, lets me uh, lets me be lazy, I think. And so I can I can do episodes whenever I can and I'm not committed. So um, I I slack off a little bit. So I don't think I'm ever going to get a permanent co-host just because nobody wants to do it. I got a short list of guys that I want to have on every once in a while, you know, just come in and, uh, you know, hang out, talk punk rock a little bit and, uh, do whatever, you know, um, and Mike, of course, is on the list, he's just a fun guy, you know, he's a, he's just a good dude and, uh, you know, maybe get some D-Cracks news every once in a while, so that's cool, I got a few episodes planned already, so hopefully you guys check them out and enjoy them, um, as always, if you got any questions or comments, just hit me up. And as far as label stuff goes, huge thanks to everyone who uh, who picked up the Neon Bone 7-inch. It sold out really, really fast. Um, I kind of knew it would. If you are in Germany and you want a copy, hit up Lars. He might have some. Um, I sent a bunch to him. I don't know if he sold them all or not. Hit him up. Anyways, huge thanks to Lars, too, just for uh, you know wanting to be involved with uh, Hey Pizza at all. It's, it's super cool. And Zoonoids records are still available. If you're in Europe, hit up iBuy Records. If you're in Australia, hit up Endless Detention. And I should have a couple of announcements to make in the next, uh, you know, two or three weeks. So stay tuned. And let's just get to this week's episode. Hope you guys enjoy it. Mike from D-Cracks.
What's up, Mike? Hey, buddy. How's it going? <laughs> it's going good, dude. So you've been good. You've been you've been staying healthy, right? Uh, yeah. Actually, I did uh, I did I did dry January. Yeah, didn't um, like uh, no alcohol, no drugs, and also no carbs. All of January. I mean, I, I stopped yesterday, though. Really? So, so yeah, yesterday was the first, <laughs> the first, uh, the first time I started drinking again, and you know, I had like ten beers or so with my buddies, and I throw up this morning, and so on, and so on. You know? Wow. I'm right back. Still like January. An, <laughs> you know that, right? It, yeah, of course. <laughs> I, of course, I know, but it's you know, almost like I That's made it. Cool. It's four weeks though, almost. I think it was 26 days or so that I that I kind of did it. So. Wow. Did you notice uh, a big difference? You must have lost some weight. Um, I don't have a. Not that you needed to. Yeah, I don't. I don't have anything to weigh myself, so you know, I don't really know. I don't. I don't do it for the weight. Actually, I do it for the you know for the mind. It's more the psychological, <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, side of it that I'm. I was I was laid up in bed for like four or five days and I didn't eat anything. I had popsicles and like soup <laughs> broth, you know. Yeah. And um, the first time I went out, I was like, yeah, everything fits a little looser. <laughs> you know, so I guess that was a benefit for, you know, yeah, for well, four days of misery. Well, maybe when I finally get COVID, I'm going to lose some weight again as well. <laughs> Can't wait. Yeah. So, yeah. So, hey, we're fresh off the uh, controversial Dummy Room Awards episode. Yes. What was going <laughs> and, uh, on there? What are you talking about? Are you talking about you guys getting hosed? No, no awards yeah. for, for Not even a nomination issues? for our record. <laughs> not, not even a single nomination. I, I will say that I completely disagreed with that, and yeah, I don't know, dude. I don't know. It was just, uh, you know, I didn't vote, so I mean, I was part of the nomination. And maybe you should part would. of it, you know. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, everyone was like, you know, D Cracks were right there with everything. Like they were almost nominated, but I don't know, dude. Maybe the album came out too early, but that was hands down for me the album of the year, you know. Yeah, well, I mean, thanks, but. You mean the life record? You know, this was just a release that we didn't even wanted, like wanted to do it at all. You know, at the beginning. The, <laughs> yeah. And you know, it's uh, we don't really think that was a good show of ours. You know, <laughs> but still, this one made it. It was good, dude. Yeah. It, I mean, yeah, people liked it. You know, and it's it's fun. Like I'm, I'm happy we did it, but you know, it, it was actually not meant to come out. Or if we would have known that we were recorded, being recorded there at the Raduna, we would have. Maybe <laughs> skipped a few beers before that show or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nah, but, dude, it was yeah. a killer set, though. That was great. Yeah, I mean, we only you have know? hits, you know? Like, how can it not be a good set? <laughs> of course. Yeah, no, uh, no, but the album was great, dude. And, and I don't know, I was just like, the whole time before the award show, like, seeing the nominations, I was just kind of, like, shaking my head, thinking everyone got it wrong, you know? It's cool, though. I mean, all the nominees were, were good, you know, like, they, they deserved it as well, and, and, and yeah, you yeah. know, fair, fair game, you know? It's, it's, not, it's not so important <laughs> after, in, at the end, but, you know, it's nice to win, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know, I know some, some other people felt slighted in the whole thing, but, you know, it's like you can't mention everything that came out you know it's a two and a half hour show already you can't talk about people that weren't nominated so um but i did want to take the opportunity to mention uh, a couple of releases that i i rather enjoyed last year quite a bit and uh i don't think we've even mentioned them on the show before but um first one came from um a band called the cheap pops from germany you know that that band yeah we were meant to play with them at puke fest this uh like uh like it wasn't last week (laughs) should have been yeah yeah yeah, I was looking forward to that. 
I don't know anything about them. I think I think the main guy's name is Mark, mm. maybe. And uh, they they had an album last year called Windless Summer that I heard of. Um, I believe through Ramones Core Radio Records, but um, I checked it out. I absolutely dug the dug the records. Very uh, great '90s pop punk sound. You know, just if it would have came out 25 years ago, we'd we'd still be talking about it today. I think I think it's that good of a record. Yeah, I need to be checking this um, out because then I actually haven't heard uh, heard any songs. It, of dude, them. it's super fun, like super fun. I don't know how old this guy is; it doesn't matter. But I mean, he's got songs about Beavis and Butthead and Star Wars, and you know, <laughs> it's just so he's probably he's probably fun... forty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. man yeah and um, it's just a fun fun record um wanted to mention that and then uh, i also wanted to mention um a band from italy that this album i i was introduced to them from uh from the worst reduno ever last year and that's a uh, new real disaster have you you've heard this band right of course yeah yeah i saw them live at reduno also she's she, the singer oh, yeah, she's, yeah. she's got a great voice you know yeah, she's. I mean, it's it's the other spectrum of pop punk than cheap pops. You know, it's not sure. it's not happy and fun. It's a little bit it's a little bit gritty and a little bit angry sounding. It's like tilt, maybe yeah, a little like uh, angry totally. tilt sounding. Yeah, yeah. And uh, definitely cool. It just uh, you know kind of gets your blood boiling a little bit more than you know the average stuff. But um, just wanted to mention that those are both both albums that I, I listened to quite a bit last year. You know. Nice. Yeah. This is a this is actually a really good band, and they uh, they had a tough uh, a tough show at Reduno because uh, she had um, uh, a broken knee or something or like something with the knee, you know, like some knee injury, so she couldn't really she? like bend her knee, and she, she was all taped up and had like the sort of a cast on, like a soft cast, you know. So you know it was really tough for her to to really you know uh, like perform, like because. I've seen them before, and and she's just all over the place, you know, and really like has a lot of energy, you know. And this really slowed her down, of course, you know, because she had to watch the knee. So, yeah. 
But well done. Oh, that sucks. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, the album that came out was just, uh, I think, it, uh, Tomorrow Will Come. I think it was on Striped, even. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken. And um, yeah, I just thought it was cool. And uh, yeah, of course, it, it didn't get nominated. But, um, you know, I enjoyed it. And I figured, uh, worth mentioning, people got to check it out. So, Yeah. So, uh, why are you here tonight? You are here to, um, you know, it's pretty cool. You mentioned Puke Fest got uh, canceled, and you were gonna, that you were basically gonna introduce the new bass player for the D Cracks at that show. Yeah, yeah, and that, that would have been the first, uh, <laughs> his first show. That fell through, and, and the world still does not know. So you're here, and you're gonna be uh, revealing him. I will, yes. <laughs> but before we get to that, I thought I thought it'd be kind of fun to go through the D Cracks bass player history. Oh yeah, and uh, you know, and just if, kind if of you go have through. the time, <laughs> dude, it's it's a hell of a list. And I, you know, we we talked about this a couple of weeks ago, and yeah. I'm like, God, all these guys are in really good bands. Yeah, I don't know. I was just impressed. Like you kind of forget about who who has played bass for you guys, 
And once you start to look at the list as a whole, it's like rather impressive who you've who you guys have managed to uh, play with. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's kind of insane to have the 11th bass player now coming in. You know, like he's he's number 11. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Paul. I guess Paul. You know, who just left. Yeah. he's probably the 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 longest stay. Yeah, you know, he had the longest tenure in D Crack. Absolutely. But, um, yeah, it certainly did not start with him. It's. The list I, you just sent it to me today, and I was like, "Holy <laughs> shit!" Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, it took a while for me to like, you know, make the list too, because I was like, "Hey, who was? When was? <laughs> you know, who? What tour was this?" And you know, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. So, do you, are you are you nervous? You forgot anybody? No, I didn't forget anybody. Uh, I mean, no? I keep okay. I keep lists at home with all the uh, uh, gigs and stuff, and you know, I have a lot of photos and stuff, for, like you know, a whole archive to to go back to 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 figure stuff out if i'm ever lost cool <laughs> so. so how many so you have every gig listed how many do you know how many gigs d cracks have played uh not exactly because i have i mean i have a list but it's probably not complete because i didn't really you know do the list in like a couple of years like i did it with when we started as the credence up until like we had the name change to d crack so so the first yeah. four, four years of us playing I made a list, and then I didn't really do a list for like three years, four years, and then I started again, you know. Uh, so there's probably a lot of stuff missing. Um, but I'm like over 700 shows for uh, on my list, Ooh. but I'm guessing there's more. <laughs> I'm pretty sure <laughs> wow, there is that's, more. Yeah, That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. So let's start with, uh, I mean, obviously we're going to start with, with Cretans. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the, the first bass player. Uh, so just... 2003. Yeah, the first bass player was actually Marco. Actually, our. Uh, but if if you really want to go like the very beginning, because we had like two shows as a Ramones cover band. One was at my 18th birthday party because you know we were just. Yep. Uh, it was my first show ever, <laughs> and uh, so I just did it with Matt and Marco, and Manu was jealous because. <laughs> Mano was in a, band, in a in a band before with Matthias in in a band called Beat Breads, where my brother was actually playing drums. So Mano booked us a show in in his hometown like two weeks after my birthday, because when we, we already practiced, and that's when we actually started to become a real band. Like Matthias was like, "Hey, let's let's start the band," and and Mano came in as a bass player, and Marco switched to sec- second guitar. So yeah, was was Matthias writing? And, then that, and that's when we started to yeah, that's when we started writing our own songs. You know. So, yeah, basically, Manu is, I would always say Manu is the original, but if the original original is actually Marco, <laughs> you know. Okay, yeah. okay. At that point, you're, it's Cretans, and yeah. you, you play a bunch of shows for like four years, right? Four years, yeah. Up until 2007, we had the, the so that's 15 years ago now, the, when the record came out in, in uh, April, on April 27th, 2002. Seven. <laughs> that's when the record came out, uh, the Cretans album, and um, yeah, that's when uh, when all the problems were coming in with the uh, copyright, uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, lawsuit that we were facing all of a sudden by this German band, and uh, so that's when we like uh, yeah had to st- stop selling the CDs and and uh, change the name, you know. I mean, I, I think that lawsuit was. Was a blessing, you know, because yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Decracks is such a better name than yeah, Cretans, you know. It's there's only one Decracks in the world, and there's still like probably there's six not. Or seven there's actually not. at least <laughs> there's actually there's actually another Decracks in this world. 
Is there really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's not a band. Is it it's, a punk band? No, no. It's a, it's a, uh, an African uh, rapper. Like he, he does like trap, rap, whatever. Uh, he's okay. from he's from uh, Libya or something. Or I don't know, like some some African country or. or yeah, <laughs> we found him <laughs> online and we went to do a, 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 a split with him maybe or a feature. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's it would cool. be cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I did not know that. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, it's funny once in a while when there's like there's uh, I'll, I will find that like certain bands I can't think of anybody offhand, but you'll look on Spotify or something and there's a rapper named that too, and it's like how is that even possible? That, <laughs> yeah, you know, that's cool. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. These dates are weird because uh, Cretans, yeah, they start in 2003. I was actually married. I got married in 2003. Oh wow. And. They end in, you know, D-Cracks kind of start up in 2007, and my my daughter was born in 2007. So it's looking <laughs> at these dates, it's really it's kind of strange to me, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's also strange to me to, to you know, uh, uh, get to know that it's so long ago already, you know? It's, yeah, uh, yeah. It's always, because it feels like yesterday still, you know, we just, you know, we didn't really grow up. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know? But you and you and Matthias are still like best friends for for the last nineteen years now, roughly. Sure, I, I mean, mean there's been ups and downs with us, of course. You know, like yeah, yeah. like like it is in every marriage. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, but exactly. Yeah, yeah. We've been uh, like I've known Matthias since I was probably like eleven or so, because um, he was friends <laughs> with my older brother. You know, and they had the band together, and they used to like beat me up and lock me in the closet upstairs and stuff like that you know and <laughs> it's kind of fun yeah and then when i was old enough uh, i gained their respect <laughs> and then i, st I started uh, a band with him which is uh, kind of weird <laughs> so who's a better drummer you or your brother i would say my brother you know uh, really he, yeah 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 he's oh, shit he's amazing and uh yeah he must be yeah yeah well he played in a lot of really cool bands you know and and uh he played for Leftover Crack and F Minus also and stuff oh, like that. Yeah, he did. Uh, he did quite some some touring and he was like, he was like 21 and joined uh, Leftover Crack on the on the European tour and then he recorded the Fuck Will Trade record with Steve Albini and stuff like that. You know, so and that's like in 2000, 2001 or so or 2000, whenever that was. You know, two or 2002. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, cool. Yeah, and no, he's a great drummer and, he, and very versatile and, and uh, multi-instrumentalist too. You know, he plays all the instruments really. Like he's he's the talented guy in the family. You know, I'm more of a. <laughs> I'm more I don't of know a, about that, man. I don't know. Like people <laughs> people like my drumming, but you know, I don't actually know anything about drums. <laughs> you know, I've never I'm self-taught. You know, I never had any lessons, and you know, I just I started late when I was 17 because my brother was gone. I never wanted to play drums because he was already playing drums and he was good and everybody was like you know saying he's the best <laughs> and i was like i don't want to stand in his shadow forever so you know i did yeah. i, I kind of it took me a while to to find my own way with with uh with playing drums and and so on and then i yeah he got to know that i was playing drums on the first uh, second Cretans show <laughs> So were yeah. you were you like he would leave his yeah. drums at home and you he would leave and you just start playing or what? Yeah, it was at my parents' house. You know, we had drums in the basement then, and uh, yeah, so, so I snuck down there and and played. And then he, cool. Because he, he was already living in Graz in a different <laughs> city because he, he moved out when he was when he was eighteen, and 
Yeah. And I'm four years younger, so, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I started um, from, you know, when I was, in, you know, when I was a kid playing in bands and the drummers wouldn't show up, but the drums would be there. So I would just start playing drums and that's kind of how I started too. Yeah. And I actually like playing fun, drums right? more than anything. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. and it's more of a necessity. So even if you, you know, at least in my town, uh, if you sucked, you know, you could still get in a band because, you know, there was nobody else that could do anything. So, yeah, yeah that's how I made most of the bands that I, <laughs> <laughs> that I, um, that I ended up playing for. <laughs> yeah. So, so um, I thought it was cool that, you know, at some point Marco, you know, he, he leaves and D-Cracks start up, but he's still, he's still the guy that's recording D-Cracks. Sure. You know, we're still best buddies, you know. Basically, awesome. the whole list of of, of uh, bass players that is there, we're we're still very good friends with with every single one, you know. Besides Philip, maybe, because <laughs> uh, yeah. he kind of he kind of fell off the map, and and we didn't really. This was the one bass player that uh, didn't really it didn't really end well with him, you know. Um, okay. But we'll get to that later. Yeah, let's let's stay with the Cretans phase for now. Seven was a weird year, you know, because it started so well. We, we did our first uh, tour, longer tour outside of Austria. We went to like France and stuff, and and um, 
we have the record finally our first record out you know like this is an exciting time of course and then and then we this lawsuit came and we were like fuck you know what are we gonna do now and um and then marco leaves in summer to like move to germany and and start his career as a recording engineer you know like he was got to work there in a very big studio and and work for die toten hosen if you know them or like you know bigger bigger german bands you know h blocks you know that band h blocks I don't think so. That's like no. a crossover kind of band from the 90s. They were really big here. I'm not sure if they were any big in the US, but the singer of them actually owns the studio, you know, and they're, it's a pretty big uh, big recording studio with like, you know, huge artists there, there German artists. Okay. So he and he got he went there to like learn his craft, you know, which was great for him and so, you know, and so we were we just said, okay, let's just continue as a three-piece. And then, then we changed the name, and like two shows later, Manu is, Manu is gone. <laughs> you know, so it really felt like we've been just like whatever happened the year before. You know, like we were all so excited to like start all this like you know new record touring. Woo, we're here! And then a year later, everything's totally different. You know, it's kind of weird. <laughs> yeah, and then and then we had like Philip join, and he was um, like a younger guy back then. Like he, he's ten years younger than Matthias, which wasn't really good because Matthias can be very you know strict or or you know mean like to, towards <laughs> towards younger people and like, yeah. he's like well, he's 10 years younger what, what, should, what should I talk to him about you know I'm like dude you know just talk to him because <laughs> um, we played with shows together with uh, Philip had a different band called Second Hand not a really good band but he was playing well and, and he was motivated it seemed and it was great to having having come on like we, we thought like it's a young one a young guy that's you know it has time and is like shapeable a little bit or you know he could really like be something with us you know and um yeah but the tensions just got bigger with Matthias and him and and then yeah eventually we just we just had to like you know kick him out <laughs> so this is the yeah. only this was the only time we actually had to kick somebody out and go like hey this is not gonna work out anymore so and at this point though you guys <clears throat> are you know You'd been around for four or five years already. Yeah, yeah. So it's like you guys were already, you know, a veteran band. So like six years I actually mean, when we I, when we when we kicked him out. Yeah, we were six years. Okay. In. Yeah. I mean, so I mean, you can't have <coughs> at that point. You guys are, you are what you are, and somebody <laughs> if there's somebody slacking, you know, you can't. Yeah, but still, still, we haven't really found ourselves yet. Back then, I wouldn't say so, because uh, like it was just before. We did attention deficit disorder, which which is where we where we finally found ourselves, you know, because credence was was uh, you know we had to comfort a second guitar with Marco being like a very good guitar player too, so we, we had like more lead guitar parts and stuff, you know, like we we, mm-hmm. we had yeah. to like try to you know uh, to make it so that everybody has fun in this band, you know, Marco w- wouldn't have been. Uh, happy if he would just play like those three chords you know like he needed solos and whatever and so so we had we wrote songs in that direction for for him a little bit more you know try to get make everybody happy with this band because we're, we're this band we all need to be happy you know yeah so and and then when he left we had to we had all those songs that were like for two guitars now like what are we gonna do <laughs> you know we got we need we, <laughs> now we now we gotta play him with one guitar so that's different that's why we actually re-recorded some stuff for attention deficit disorder like gimme gimme plastic surgery or i need a nurse yeah. or stuff like that i need like a that. nurse yeah yeah it's just stuff that we rewrote because we thought they were good songs and we could use them 
or they, they could be, you know, made for just one guitar, you know. And um, so there's a lot of stuff that changed. And with Attention Deficit Disorder was also funny because we actually didn't mean to record it, like as an <laughs> as an album. You know, we just wanted to record them to send them to Hank, who was joining in from Hank from the Mugwumps. Hank Hollywood. Yeah, yeah. My my Hank old, Hollywood. My old man crush. And because uh, <laughs> we we uh, we wanted to send him the song so he could learn them in Innsbruck, you know, because we couldn't really. Yeah. Because that's like a six-hour drive, you know. We couldn't really meet up and, you know, practice. So that's why we actually recorded the, those songs, and then they turned out well. And, and we just okay, let's put them out. <laughs> that's how this really? re- this record just happened, yeah. And it's actually Hank's not playing a single note um, based on that record. It's all all the guitars and bass is Matthias. Cool. Yeah, and I'm just doing the drums, and all the backing vocals is just me. <laughs> we had, we only had. Uh, Hank do the one, two, three, fours on the record, like later on, <laughs> just so that he's, it's kind of, you know, legit for him to be on the cover. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I, you know, I, to hear the, hearing the difference between the Cretans and, and, uh, and attention deficit disorder, it's, you know, I mean, it's just like a little bit of an evolution of the sound, you know, it was still there in the beginning. Yeah. The Cretans, you know, especially with a couple of the same songs, but definitely with with the uh, with the first D Cracks album, it yeah. was like holy shit, like a total, you know, shot to the arm. It just totally, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's, it, I don't want to say it's night and day, but it was just like it just seemed the energy was there. It was just there was some excitement. It felt like you yeah, know? yeah, we had so much fun in the studio, Matthias and, and me, and and we we just we recorded with our friend uh, uh, Philip, different Philip. By a, a guy from Klagenfurt, from my hometown. We just recorded in his like practice room, basically, and we were there for like f- only four days, and we had like s- we were so drunk and high all the time, <laughs> and we were just you know laughing our asses off. I remember when we, we set up the the mics in the in the hall outside, you know, there was like a big like uh, you know storage kind of hall. And uh, so I was running around doing monkey noises out there, you know, running towards the mics and going like, <laughs> you know, for Monkey Boy and stuff like that. You know, Matthias was cracking up so hard. We could, we, I had to do so many takes because you could hear him laugh on all those takes. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was just, you know, silly, silly guys doing silly things, you know. And then, yeah, yeah. But there was a lot of, a lot of fun involved in that record, you know. Let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go, 
But yeah, but the, our totally cracked EP or like the the uh, compilation that we did um, like in 2017. Yeah, yeah. This, this this was all stuff that we recorded in summer of 2007, right before Marco left. So this was still uh, like a four-piece recording, uh, recording the, uh, the 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 record, and it but it came out as D cracks with without Manu and without uh, uh, without Marco. <laughs> you know. Cool. So. Yeah, this is kind of a, this was weird. That's why it only became an EP because we we skipped those songs that were more lead guitar uh, uh, heavy. You know, were the Mugwumps at that time? Were they playing a lot of shows? Was it difficult no. to to have Hank in the band? No, Mugwumps never played many shows. You know, <laughs> they, they haven't in a long time. I yeah, know, but I wasn't sure at that time. You know, I don't I don't know. We we always tried to get them to our hometown Klagenfurt to do because you know, I was booking shows, I was promoting shows. All over Austria, really, and I, I wanted to get them to like, because they're they're from the west part of, of Austria, you know, and and we were like more in the east, you know, and I really wanted to to get them over to like play here, and they never managed. They played their first show in Vienna, in the in Austria's capital, uh, in 2018 for Sonic Delusions <laughs> uh, release party. It's the first time wow. they actually played in Vienna. Can can you believe that? They've been a band for like 20 years on that that point already, or whatever. <laughs> That's that's nuts. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I, they're a great fucking band. I, oh, you know what? Speaking of speaking of bands that should do splits with D cracks, there you go. Mugwumps D cracks split. What would, would be awesome for sure? I mean, I, th- <laughs> I I think Banana Brain is one of the best records to ever come out of Austria. You know, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. When we dude. heard this, we were favorites. all like, "Fuck yeah, this is so good!" You know, yeah, in, yeah incredible. like D-Cracks in a way, you know, they're they're poppy, but yet they're still that, that uh, they're gritty, and they're kind of angry, but they're not angry, you know, at the same time. <laughs> yeah. So, the vocals are, they're similar, they're not the same, you know, but um, they're both, uh, they're kind of raspy, you know, and uh, God, they, they both just have killer voices. Yeah. They, I, they definitely stand out from all the other pop punk bands, you know. Sure, I mean, I hear what you say, and uh, and I, I agree, you know, and but uh, Mugwams is, is is an amazing band. Yeah, they should have just been Fuck touring yeah. and playing way more. You know, they could have. 
I'm sure they could have, but they weren't really meant. I don't think Chris, like uh, the singer, you know, he, I don't think he's really meant to like be touring a lot. You know, he's he's getting sick easily and so on. There's so many be uh, oh. so many shows he canceled because he's you know he wasn't feeling well and so on. Like, you know, it sucks. It sucks. Yeah. Uh, and that's that's why we actually asked Hank because Hank, when we played with them or when we met them in in, in Innsbruck, because uh, they always came to our shows, of course, and you know. We were we were in Innsbruck quite a lot, and and when we talked to Hank, like he really wanted to like tour, or like you know go out and 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 you know be on the road, see see Europe or whatever, you know, see the world. So that's why we asked him to like join us, and because uh, we 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 love the Mugwumps, you know the guys are are awesome, super nice, fucking hilarious <laughs> too, you know, great, yeah, just a good match. So that's why we asked Hank and and. Him coming along was was awesome. I think he was one of the best bass players we had for sure. And uh, That's awesome. But it was tough to fill in after Manu. You know, Philip couldn't do the job. Manu Manu had such a good presence on stage and such a such a, a, a great way of playing bass. You know, it's it's it really shaped our sound a lot. I think Manu was the most responsible for the way we sounded bass wise. Even though Matthias was playing the bass on Attention Deficit Disorder, but still, like this was it's. It, it, it always uh, is Manu in my book who really made it, you know. And then Hank was the was the first one to really, you know, know how to do it, how to how to play like Manu, but also play like Hank, you know. Like touring with him in the U.S. <laughs> was just a was just the best. Or all the tours we did with Hank were, were were amazing. But Hank was the first one we had to get stand-ins for because he couldn't do a lot of the tours, you know. Like he was like time for him was limited you know and we were really starting off there like in as of 20, 2009 we were trying to you know do us in summer do europe twice like like in in, in spring and in in uh, uh autumn and then like one-offs and trying to get on festivals and you know like just play as much as we can you know and and uh yeah it's it's been tough for all the bass players to really commit to that you know like matthias and and myself we're just yeah, we're just crazy enough to do it, you know. But it, it, you have to sacrifice a lot, you know. We're not making, we're not, we're not making a, a single dime here, you know. We just, you know, it's not. We, we don't do this for the wallet. We do this for, you know, our hearts to grow, you know, and to be uh, to be ourselves, and you know, just have, cool. have the most fun in our lives. Yeah, you can't do it forever. You know sure. what I mean? There's yeah, only yeah. a certain. You got There's a window there, and take advantage of it. Um, the, that time period though, we we you are. Paul, Paul Coyote steps in and fills in a little bit, right? Yeah, totally. In 2011, the first um, the first uh, UK tour we ever did uh, in summer of 2011 with uh, Seven Years with Luck, our buddies, and we asked uh, Paul to step in for for Hank, <laughs> and uh, yeah, we sent him the songs. But I think Paul was more of uh, we only like uh invited paul for like one practice before tour because you know it worked it worked <laughs> it worked with hank and it worked with uh uh with other bass players so we were like hey maybe that's fine that that's good enough but i think paul wanted to practice more and we uh didn't really notice that and then uh took him a while to figure out the songs on tour and stuff you know which um <laughs> yeah which was kind of like a, a sloppy start for him in the band you know because he really wanted to be good and <laughs> And uh, yeah, yeah. we, we, we kind of blew that for him because we didn't really practice well enough with him, you know, and, and, and uh, 
you know, we didn't give him any tabs or whatever. You know, we just sent him the songs. Hey, listen to the songs and figure them out. You know. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so, yeah, lesson learned there. <laughs> like Rat- when he Radcliffe's were around though, right? I mean, you must have been sure. Yeah, playing w- shows with those guys. Yeah, I I played drums for Radcliffe's in 2009 for a for a, a Italian tour. Cool. And uh, yeah, yeah, you know, you know how this goes. You know, we're all in one country, and you know. Course. There's only this hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the same ten guys doing the doing the, the five bands, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's just like the Apers in the Netherlands, right? Yeah, yeah, totally. Same guys, just all in all those bands. So. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Or that's cool. So, so you knew, like, was that is that something like when you need a guy, are you like, oh, who, you know, does Paul instantly come to mind, or sure, Ms. Paul, Paul was was one of the first ones to that came to our mind. Same with Hank, you know, because you know they. They were an easy fit because we knew they were, you know, they know the music, they know the style, they know what 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 we're about, you know, they get it, you yeah. know, that's that's important, you know. We could have gotten, whatever, some professional bass player, but but who who cares about that guy, you know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, the other side is I was thinking I, I was uh, something I wanted to ask you was especially since um, what was his name Philip yeah. didn't get along with Matt or Matt yeah. didn't get along with him or whatever, but is that What's the priority there? Is it the guy who has the chops, or is it the guy that you guys can, you know, live with on the road for months at a time? It's both. Of a little course. bit of both, I suppose. If, yeah, it is. I mean, with Philip, we really we thought like he's, you know, he's young, he's motivated, he really wants to like start something, and he wants to be in the, in, in a band and 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 yeah. and be active, you know. So that was kind of right. Let's try this, you know. But it didn't work out, you know. So because that was on a on a <laughs> yeah. per, on a per, we we we, knew, we we learned the lesson there that it has to be there has to be like a better personal connection, you know. That's why yeah, we. Yeah. That's well, why I mean, we, you can always get better. You know, a guy can practice and be a better bass player, but if he's sure. a dick, he's and a he dick. was a fine bass player. Philip Philip was a fine bass player and also a lovely guy. Like I had a good time with him. Um, yeah, but something with Matt and him didn't really click, you know. And yeah, he just lost his motivation then and. You know, so then then he was also like annoying me, you know, and yeah, well, you know, like show up and then, you know, have a good time. Like, I don't want to, you know, push somebody into this, you know, if he doesn't want to be in this, you know what I mean? So that's annoying to yeah, me because exactly. that, that kills my fun, too. And I'm like, I want to share this with those two guys that are on stage with me, you know, or on tour with me. Like, this is us now. This is the team, you know. What else happens on that tour? Joe Adam? <laughs> Joe Adam was, that well? was was the same year. was also 2011. That was uh, the long tour we did with Murder Burgers. Uh, it was like a UK, European tour. A whole month, I guess. It was like 30 days or whatever. And that was that was crazy. But Joe did also did a fine job. Joe was playing double duty there because he was also playing bass for Murder Burgers at the time. And we only had, yes. we only had a five-seater van. So so we actually and, and we used all the gear from from Murderburger. Um, so we flew to to Scotland and started the tour there. Just drove through, like around the island first, and then and then on the main main European land. Was uh, was it was an intense tour though. You know the van was very small and you know all crammed up, and we weren't really. <laughs> yeah. This was a tough tour because n- neither. Us or Murderburgers have been any kind of a household name or something, you know. Like it was kind of hard to 
book all these shows was a pain in the ass, you know, like was the months of work. And then we got all those shows and we played them, but you know, we had to, like UK tour, you know, there's no benefits, you know, there's, there, you don't get guarantees, you don't, sometimes don't get any, you know, you don't get, you don't even get drinking tickets or any free drinks, no no meals, no place to stay, we have to, we have to sleep on the stage we, 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 we played on, you know, stuff like that, and that really, you know, wears you down over a course of a month, of course, you know, so this is a tough <laughs> yeah, tour. Yeah, yeah, but... This is a tough tour, but, you know, also, <laughs> I mean... I'm so happy we did it. <laughs> you know, it's always the same thing. Even the worst parts of touring are so much fun when you're when you're over with. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So looking back, it's just a it's just a, a good laugh. You know? And Joe was fun. Yeah, so, that was cool. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, I don't know Joe at all, but you know, I know of his band. Actually, one of my all-time favorite shows we played on that tour that was um, a Summer in October Festival in Belgium. And, you know, I got goosebumps just thinking about it. I don't know, like, the crowd was insane. Like, they had their shirts off, beers were flying, they sang along to every song. It was stage diving and... Cool. You know, they were... They were we felt like we're the biggest band in the world, <laughs> you know, playing this one show. So this was a good feeling, you know. I, I, I will cherish that forever, and uh, uh, that was cool. And then uh, Ricky D from from Price Dive, because he came on stage and played uh, Banana Brain with us. <laughs> nice. So yeah, that was a good show. Great show. Cool. Yeah. So after that tour, it's uh, is is this in my, my my new joins again? He's yeah, back then, in the band. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, Hank Hank left. Uh, 
Because yeah, yeah. you know he just he just couldn't make enough time for for the band, you know, with with work and 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 you know life. <laughs> so uh, so yeah, so we asked Manu back because you know he was he was up for it again, <laughs> and then he joined. Yeah, and uh, but he also couldn't do all the tours. But we were kind of used to that now with with Hank. So we were yeah, like, yeah. hey, if you if you if you just you know play all the one-offs and like the weekend trips, if it's longer tours, we can get a stand-in for that, you know. Blah, blah blah like this is this is how we operated from that forward with all the bass players you know if you can't make it i hope you're fine with us getting another bass player for it you know yeah because we did, uh, uh, at that point we were really starting to do like 70 80 shows a, a year or something you know so it was it was tough to make that time you know because that's you know that's only the shows there's traveling to them practice you know and all the rest and then and then Manu joined and uh, uh was, was great to have him back but uh yeah, the, the long European tour we did in September, then we had our Chinese bass player, Chung, from the Sino Hearts. <laughs> yeah, that was that was uh, interesting. <laughs> yeah, that's a band we don't, um, hasn't been mentioned very much on, on Dummy Room, but um, yeah. definitely like a, a very cool, like, you know, rock and rolly punk rock band, you know? Yeah. They got, they're a little different, but uh, definitely some cool stuff. I gotta say like they they uh they really have uh like good records out like there's two two yeah, albums yeah. now i think and and both kick ass actually and uh it's cool like the whole uh, we actually had them over for uh our sweet 16 festival in 2019 like uh you know just booking a chinese band why not <laughs> yeah yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> so we, we had them fly in from from beijing to play it was great you know it was cool also good to see jung again you know because he really like on that tour we really didn't get along too well actually you know like he lived in he lived in vienna for like seven years total i'm not sure how far he was in at that time probably few four years or five years or so and um so he he had punk bands in town and was a great bass player and, and uh he just showed up like he was he was at all the shows you know he was a cool guy and we were like maybe we should ask him 
because he he wanted to travel and see Europe, you know, because he's not from here. It was a good chance for him yeah. to to do like a month tour, starting in Italy and like seeing France and Switzerland and Germany and blah blah blah, you know. So, so yeah, so we took him out, and uh, I mean, he he knew German well and English well, but still, there was some kind of language barrier, or more of more of a cultural barrier, I think, <laughs> you know, because he he didn't really. You know, he couldn't stand the European food everywhere. Like he, he was on a lookout for Chinese <laughs> food places, <laughs> on like uh, on like yeah. every day, which was kind of a, a bit annoying, whatever. And and he was really like, he didn't really get it. You know, the spirit. I don't know how how the Chinese grew grow into punk rock. You know, because that's not we we went to China to tour there, and it's not like that's a that's a thing. You know, like here, it's not the spirit. It's more like a. It, it seems like punk rock is a cosplay kind of thing there, you know? Uh, yeah. That's weird. Yeah, well, he, huh. it was, it was, it was fun, fun cause he, he came on board. Like we, we picked him up in Vienna with the van and he had like two giant ca luggage cases and he brought like five types of hats <laughs> and like a bunch of, you know, belts and, and, and uh, like all this weird like stuff, you know, we're like, what, what do you need this for? Bring like a couple of fresh shirts, you know, and you know, <laughs> yeah. two pairs of pants, you know, and a, and a good and a good and a decent amount of socks. <laughs> you know? Yeah, it's not so hard. <laughs> but so it was more of a fashion thing, and he was like bragging that he's a real punk rocker and stuff like that, which was, which was kind of lame. And we were playing in Belgium one show with um, Capiguli and and Dr. Frank, and then we all stayed at Ricky D's house, and so so there's us. Uh, Dr. Frank and Cappy sitting on a table and <laughs> Chung being like super drunk uh, just uh, talking about he's the only punk rocker not even knowing knowing Cappy and <laughs> Dr. Frank you know like he has no idea yeah legends <laughs> yeah absolutely so but it was kind of funny because after that tour we couldn't really stand him you know it was a month in and I was just like God, I can't wait to get rid of this guy and uh But then he came to us uh, like a month after the tour and he was like apologizing and going like, hey, I really learned a lot and sorry I was dumb and you opened my eyes and stuff. So this was, this was so lovely. And then he, then he promised like, hey, I'm gonna make it up to you guys. I'm gonna get you guys to, to, play, to tour in China. I was like, yeah, sure, <laughs> of course, <laughs> you know? And I didn't know he's actually gonna make it happen, yeah. <laughs> and we crazy. actually really grew, grew uh, like, Or became really good friends way after the tour, you know. Like the tour was was more tense, for a more tense huh. relationship with him. That's pretty crazy because you would think like touring with a guy and and him annoying the fuck out of you guys would just be it, and you wouldn't even try after that, you know. So that's great yeah. for you guys. Yeah, yeah no, totally. Cool. We had we had we had him back uh, for the China tour, of course. I mean, this was came in handy because he knows the language, you know. We wouldn't even <laughs> yeah. have found a way out of the airport <laughs> without him, you know. So it's kind of, kind of, kind of good to have him. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, at that point, another fill-in is uh, Eric from Jetty Boys. Oh uh, yeah, Manky Boy.
Good old Eric. Yeah. How do you how do you hook up with that? Because I mean, you guys had toured here, but we toured there, but he wasn't he wasn't at any of those shows that we've uh, we played before we met him there. Uh, uh, like before he he joined us, actually, it was kind of funny because he actually got a Decrax tattoo because he saw the live session and got uh, the the one from 2011. The uh, what's it called? <laughs> YCR session. And uh, <clears throat> he was really he loved it and uh, like. Got became a Decrex fan and, and got like uh, our our logo tattooed, and then he uh, he he reached out to us on Facebook, you know, about the tattoo, and that's that's how we got talking and and it, me and him we just clicked right away, you know, we're really like brothers, you know, we like the same things, you know, we're like we have like the same kind of humor and stuff, you know, <laughs> it was so funny, cool, and then yeah, he's uh, a great guy, he awesome guy, absolutely, and an amazing bass player too, I think. He was also one of the best bass bass players we ever had, you know. Also singing wise and so on. And he oh, like, he's he's got a great voice, dude. Sure, yeah, and and he's right on the money with every everything he plays, like, and he does it with ease, you know. Like it's cool, really cool. Really yeah, cool and guy. he's it's just like watching, you know. Of course, I've never seen him with with D Cracks, but Jetty mm-hmm. Boys, it's like he's just kind of he just sort of has some charisma and he's just entertaining to watch, you know, other than him just being a great fucking player. He's just, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? He's, yeah, he's yeah, just a yeah. fun guy to watch. The- no, absolutely, absolutely. And <clears throat> we actually uh, booked the, uh, the the UK uh, US tour, sorry, with um, the 20 Belows. We did like two weeks because we played Fest. Yeah. That was, that was 20, 2012, Fest in Gainesville. And then we were like, uh, we wanted to tour longer than just two weeks. 20 Blows could only do, do two weeks, and also Manu could only do two weeks. So we were like, okay, let's do those two weeks like that, and then we do two more weeks with Bruce Springsteen and have Eric play with with us, you know? So that's how that's how we... That's what we organized beforehand. And then we actually met the first time in person at Fest. <laughs> <laughs> and it's so funny, we took a picture of, it, uh, of us together because we just looked exactly the same <laughs> you know we had like the same shoes the same kind of pants the same shirt the backwards cap yeah. you know the long blonde hair the same beard we just looked like totally like <laughs> brothers you know we are not identical twins so funny yeah, yeah. that's cool yeah <laughs> i love that guy he's great great dude yeah yeah he's good dude yeah that's why we had and then we got banned you know like the year after which sucked and then and he was with us, and, and uh, we couldn't even say goodbye properly. You know, this was really, this was hard, you know. Um, yeah. And then uh, that's why we had him come tour with us in, in 2014. We invited him to Europe because we had like a six-week-long European tour. Um, and uh, Paul couldn't make that tour because Paul was actually uh, our bass player then. And so Eric came over to, to do like a six-week <laughs> six tour with, with us. Yeah. It was cool because that's the only way we could see each other, you know, because we can't go visit him anymore, you know? It's cool that, you you know, these guys like Manu and Paul and Eric, they just kind of keep weaving in and out of the lineup. Yeah. So it's cool that you, there's always back. The other thing that's cool is like you get guys from everywhere. You know, you got a, a U.S. bass player and a, a Chinese bass player. And, yeah. You know, well, there's, there's a guy from a... the U.K. and... Yeah, there's yeah. a strategy behind his, behind that, of course, because you know, we're not we're not making money. We're actually losing money yeah, most yeah. of the time, and um, but it's <laughs> it's it's just cool to save you know money on flights. Then it's just me and Matthias have to go there or so, you know. Yeah. And we have somebody there <laughs> that also has the infrastructure, you know. M- maybe he has a van or access to a van or there's gear, you yeah. know. And somebody that's, cool. that's, that's from there or speaks the language or whatever, you know. So 
it 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 made made sense and it it you know kept us going you know so that's awesome yeah yes so he's he does a six week tour yeah. and then and then in walks Lucy Spazzy <laughs> yeah. What's your story, baby? I'm interested to know What's your favorite color is And do you make a lot of dough? Whoa, whoa, baby What's your story? I wanna know So what's your story? Sugar, please do tell Also, like like 2014 was also like a weird year because, I mean, Paul joined, <laughs> joined for real, but uh, he he was already like um, he's a translator for books, you know. So he was, oh yeah, he, he was having a lot of projects that year. So he he couldn't really do. We knew from the get go that he's gonna be our our main bass player, but he can't do like this and this tour because there's already other projects there, which was fine. So we had Eric do like the long tour in 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 spring and then. The fall tour with Lucy, <laughs> yeah, that was a wild, wild tour. You know, it was um, that was awesome. Having Lucy in the band was great. I wish, I wish we could uh, have another female bass player. Actually, that would, that would rule. You know, so then I don't have to do like the high harmonies all the time. <laughs> yeah, that was great. Like doing the harmonies with Lucy was awesome. You know, and just yeah, having her. Uh, you know, it's it, yeah, it's just cool. The van smelled nice finally. <laughs> Everybody behaved way better, you know. Yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna ask you that. It was is 
I don't know. Is it is it less fun because you can't you kind of got to watch what you say, or is it just a different kind of fun? You know? No, no. Well, Lucy's all about fun. You know, so like yeah, yeah. M- m- most of the most of the jokes they they you know she started them. <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> Cool, it was, cool. It was it was not a good time though actually because uh, you know in our personal lives we had we had like some 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 dark times there like Lucy also m- myself also also mad a little bit and so this tour was really like something we ne- we all needed you know it was kind of like a we Just a we break from real life huh sure yeah yeah we partied a lot in that tour uh, it was kind of like a therapy kind of thing you know cool but it got. Like Matt and I were, were weren't really close at that time. Also, we had like some fights, not really big fights, but just you know, like we're brothers. You know, there's no there's no me without him and no him without me. We both know that, you know. But still, like there were some tensions, and you know, Lucy was in the middle there, you know, evening things out, and yeah, it was just an interesting time for a band. And this was not a good. Uh, uh, I mean, it was a great tour, but you know, a lot of troubles. You know, in the first. After the first show, like second day on tour, we had the van broken into and all our stuff stolen, and, and we were on tour with the Japanese band, the King Guns, and uh, so we invited them over because we we we, uh, we saw them in Japan. We thought this is the best band we've ever seen, and uh, we so we had to get them over there. This was their first time in Europe, and they treated us so well in Japan. We really wanted to uh, give back, you know, give something back to them, and they came, and then you know. We had the van broken into on the second day, and all their <laughs> passports sucks. stolen, and then we couldn't do the, oh, no. the couldn't do the Switzerland shows because we couldn't, you know, go over a border, you know, because Switzerland is still borders, you know, there, and 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 without passports we can't go in there, and so we had to stay in Italy to to find those pass as a, to get new passports. Ah, yeah, it was just tough, and the That's van, the, the, we had no window in the car, you know. <laughs> You know, and all that, yeah, all that shabazz. That was that was not that was not a fun time. And then, but we just partied regardless, you know. <laughs> yeah, there was only two weeks, very intense two weeks. You, know? you guys played uh, uh, Monster Zero Mash. Yeah, in in Madrid. Yeah, that was awesome. So was the, that with Lucy? That was with Lucy because we had her back. She she was going to the Mash anyways, and we were like, hey, let's do because not many people have seen us with Lucy, and and a lot of people. You know, we're really wanting, like, really wanted to see us with Lucy. So, yeah. So that's why we like, hey, let's let's just do this for for everybody there. And Paul couldn't make it anyway, so it was good. <laughs> it, was, it was fine. Two thousand fifteen. Oh yeah. We went to China for the first time. <laughs> yep. And uh, Chung was oh, but wait, wait in the at the in the beginning, we had a UK tour with Not Scientists from France. And uh, so we wanted to bring Jung originally on that trip because Paul couldn't make it. We were like, okay, let's have Jung for this one. And we, we kind of didn't realize that Jung needs a visa because, you know, I, we, <laughs> we're like, we're Europeans. And you know, we can just, I mean, not anymore, but back then we could just go to the UK with, you know, just, just uh, take the ferry over there or fly over. And... Uh, so Chung needed a visa, but I go, fuck, he needs a visa. <laughs> so we tried to get him, and he, he got, of course, he got denied, you know. Classic yeah, D-cracks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you, know? you guys are used to that shit, so. <laughs> yeah, 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 of course. So, yeah, so then and that was like 10 days before before to the tour, and we were like, shit, what were we going to do? You know, we have all those shows booked and whatever, and so 
We actually ended up asking Bjarke from the 20 Belows. Drunk in the back when the panic attacks and I'm borderline IRA. Sprayed in the clear when the pressure appears, it's way too fucking late. Which is barely a sign, I've been wasting my time and I'm way over the hill. But the only excuse I can seem to produce for a promise unfulfilled. I can seem to produce for the ones I do betray And he, he was like, hey, it's my birthday, whatever. And I'm like, okay, well, you know, just tell us. And then three days later, he got back to us, going like, okay, now he's going to do it. But there was only like four or five <laughs> days for him to practice all those songs. And we were flying to Belgium for the first show at uh, 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 Crossbone Fest. So we practiced the, the afternoon before the festival, like right there with Bjarke. <laughs> yeah. What a trooper. Wow. What a trooper. Yeah. He just, he, he learned like, you know, you know, our set, it's not like 10 songs, you know, like we have like 25 songs, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, we play 40 minutes, that's 25 songs or something. So, and 20 Below's are a great band. I mean, I fucking love that band, but they're not really the same. <laughs> they're not the same as D-Cracks, you know? Yeah, yeah. Same the same speed you know so but that's got to be a little tough to of course you know. but Bjarke told us before I mean we toured with them in Europe and, and in the US and 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 so we were used to be on the road together with him and and yeah that's cool and Bjarke already told us that he's he's if we ever need a bass player like he would love to do it you know so yeah. I mean of course that, that, that this was his chance <laughs> And uh, yeah, he did. He did well, very well, actually. Like surprisingly well for for this amount of time, like this little amount of time that he had to like prepare. You know, <laughs> it was crazy. And then we did the whole tour, and and that's it. Yeah. <laughs> it's just crazy that all these all these bass players are in all these great bands that we all love. You know, Twenty Blows and Spazzies and Jetty Boys and fuck, who else? You know, Mugwumps. Yeah. It's just yeah. you know, Ratcliffe. It just keeps going and going and going, but. Um, yeah, at yeah. what point does Paul like have time? I mean, he's he's the main guy, but he still hasn't. He's missing all this, all the fun and all the tours. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, as of 2015, actually, this changed. Like the China tour was actually the last one that he couldn't make. You know, after that, like he was he was cool. Like we did in 2015, we also did uh, Canada with him and and Mexico, and yeah, yeah. So you know, he it was kind of like a you know. He had to like pick which tour he's 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 going on and which tour he's gonna skip, you know. 
yeah. sort of. He did UK with us before, so he skipped on the UK tour to do like to have time in for Canada and 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 Mexico, you know, like the more exotic stuff, you know. Um, so which is fair enough and, and cool, like you know, he's self-employed as a as a um, um, translator, so it was it was easy for him to to like make time, but also not as that amount that we we would have wanted you know because <laughs> yeah. th those were the crazy years 2014 15 those were the, the those years where we played like 100 shows a year you know like we had 30 shows in china we had like 30 shows in europe in the same year and then <laughs> blah 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 you know like it just adds up really fast all of a sudden you know so yeah it's a, it's a commitment to be a decracks bass player you know yeah i know that's that's why we have so many you know um that's <laughs> that's the that's the only reason really and and i'm so happy that we actually never did any anything wrong with bass players i don't think you know like they all they all delivered they all came in they all had fun they all matched you know i mean F philip is the only one that's kind of you know that has a sour taste looking back you know but yeah but look but but look at the people involved now you know like of course like 11 bass players now so yeah there's <laughs> <laughs> one so paul quits late last year and yeah. uh but let's guys, talk about, about Paul. We actually don't didn't, didn't talk about Paul so much, huh? Well, I mean, he, Paul's been on the show. We've talked about Paul a lot. Paul's Paul's actually a super nice guy. Oh, I and love him. I'm a, I'm a big fan of Ratcliffe, you know. But yeah. um, yeah. So he leaves, and how? I mean, how does that? Like, were you guys pissed? Were you kind of was it kind of expected? It, yeah, disappointment. It, what was it? It didn't. It didn't. Uh, it didn't come out of the blue, you know. Like we know, we yeah. knew this was something that's gonna happen you know i expected this yeah. actually the first time i expected this was in uh uh was in 2019 or like 2018 19 i think if it wouldn't have been for us touring with cj uh like being being a tour support for cj in europe and and uh playing the sweet 16 festival with, with like jughead doing the screeching weasel set and so on like i i would have thought like he he would quit before that you know but that's hmm. just stuff because we've been talking about this you know sometimes because he he really wanted he got married he wanted to have a family he wanted to you know make money like you know concentrate more on the jobs you know like and and provide for a family that he wants to have you know all beautiful beautiful things you know and um so i'm happy he got that now and and yeah oh so i mean I, we're happy for him. That's all I can say. Oh yeah, of course. You know, and we're fine. You know, like we see, we, we have like ten bass players to fall back on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah. I mean, he was like the guy though, because it's like you know, obviously the longest staying the guy longest, in the band. And, you know, and and we had way more reach with our music in this time that he was here. So when people look at Decrex, I think Paul would even like Manu was probably there from the beginning and and and. Or he was there from the beginning and probably the same amount of time in the band, but still, I think people would, looking back, people would say Paul is the real Decrex bass player. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a little Played bit on how a I, great albums. Sure. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna miss Paul. You know, this his like touring with him is just was always so awesome. He's he's a so super smart guy, very smart guy, and a great sense of humor. You know, like this is something yeah. I'm gonna miss for sure. Triple F, his tri his triple F moments. <laughs> you know what those are? No. Fun fact, Fleischmann. <laughs> That's how we called him That's on cool. tour because he was always like coming up with these like 
weird facts, you know? He just knows, like, the weirdest things, you know? <laughs> just random shit, yeah. huh? Yeah, yeah totally. But always very impressive. But still, like, why do we... Like, why do we, Why does he know that, you know? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's yeah. not... A, he he, he, he uh, counterbalances all the wrestling talk, then. Oh, yeah. Well, there's, there's no wrestling <laughs> talk. But with him, I can actually... Because Paul started to, like, uh, uh, watch a bit of wrestling, and he's... You know, when he stays at my apartment, he reads all my books, <laughs> you know, all my wrestling books and stuff. <laughs> and he, he was watching Dark Side of the Ring and stuff like that, like documentaries about wrestling and stuff. So so we, we actually got some wrestling talks going towards the end, but cool. usually I'm the only wrestling geek, you know. <laughs> so uh, so he's out. Yeah. And how do, you, how do you go about finding the next guy? Well, it wasn't really so hard. We actually, uh, you know... Like BRK also, he was he was one, one guy who, you know, just brought himself into the picture. You know, it's going like, hey, if you ever need one, you know, that's what happened to us a lot because people knew we we're gonna need a bass player eventually again. You know, <laughs> yeah. so um, yeah, now the guy we we have now is uh, somebody that's been around us for a long time and. Uh, yeah, just I, I think it's a great fit in on many levels. It's of course gonna be weird not having Paul, you know? Yeah, yeah, I bet. So so it's big shoes to fill for sure, but um I'm sure he can he, uh like he he can pull it off with ease, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So let's start with um how, how this guy you played with him in um you mentioned isotopes, right? Yeah. That's that's uh, where he played bass also, yeah. He played bass in Isotopes, but he's more known for a guitar, being a guitar player, actually. But um, he played bass for Tobes on the 2017 European tour when uh, cool. Troy was um, the uh, bass player for Isotopes. He was also playing for the Real McKenzie's at the time. So so he had to like leave in the middle of the tour to start the tour with uh, Real McKenzie's. And... So we had him come in and play play bass, which was great. Was not was not even my idea. I didn't even know. I was like, hey, fuck yeah, we're gonna tour again, yay! Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, great guy. I love that guy. And uh, yeah, I also played with him in uh, with Joe McMahon and in Smoke or Fire in in 2019 and 18. And okay. Uh, yeah. So we've been on the road together, and uh, he's from Switzerland. <laughs> should, we, should, cool. should we just work our way toward, towards the name now? <laughs> yeah, yeah. How, how far is Switzerland from you? Like where he lives to where um, you, uh, well, to Vienna? Yeah. So no, the, he's from Bern, Switzerland. It's like an eight-hour drive from from Vienna. But you know, Paul was like five hours away. So what's the big difference there? And um, yeah, we don't have to practice much with him. I don't think so. You know, that's that's. <laughs> I, we 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 also hope so. <laughs> And, uh, Sounds like you guys didn't practice with anybody really that much. Well, me and Matthias, we never go play. <laughs> you know, we don't have a practice yeah. room. We never have one, and so this is just gonna stay the way it is. You know, um, yeah. And he's coming uh, next month. So who month. is it? It's it's uh, <laughs> Michael Marty from Midrake, Mr. Yeah Man himself. We're gonna call him Yeah Man. <laughs> so it's Matt. Matt, Mike, and Yerman. Hello, Dummy Rumors. This is Michael M, a.k.a. Yerman, the new bass player in the Mighty D-Cracks. See you soon in your favorite punk rock club.
Yeah, he runs a vintage guitar store in um, Bern called Yemen's Guitars, and uh, he uh, sells guitars to Weezer and I think Bon Jovi's guitar player bought guitars from him and stuff. Like he's wow. Yeah, he's doing well there, and you know, he's got his business up and running there. He's got a guy working for him already there, and so he can make. He needs a make band. time. He can make time, yeah, and uh, he needs a band to be on tour with anyways to like meet new customers potential customers you know there you go <laughs> but i mean that's, that's, not, that's awesome but you know he's a great friend of ours <laughs> for years now you know i played i played drums for midrick before and he's such yeah. a lovely guy and yeah i can't wait to for this new to start this new decrex chapter with him you know this is gonna be a lot of fun i think yeah so the the first show what's the first show the first show is, hopefully, you know, you never know in these times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the first show is going to be in Vienna at uh, Chelsea. Uh, it's like cool. a, an, an old venue here. Uh, pretty cool one. On the 4th of March, we're playing with the Rumperts. Also, like, a, it's a male-fronted girl band <laughs> from, oh, from Vienna. That's cool. Pretty cool, yeah. They're on Spam Records. And, um, yeah, we're going to play with them in, uh, here in, in March. And then the next day, we're going to play in Munich at uh, Glockenbach Werkstatt. <laughs> yeah. So, hopefully that is, you know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You guys are playing like Rebellion Fest or something, right? We're playing fucking Rebellion Fest. Yeah, I liked uh, That's... Lars von Neonbone's comment going like, "Aren't you guys too young for this?" <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, yes you are too young for this. <laughs> it yeah. seems so. But finally we're a young band again somewhere, you know? Yeah, I was going to say, like, you guys are the only band under 50 for sure on that thing. There's, like, a lot of legends on that lineup. Yeah, yeah. So, well, we're very happy that we made we made it there, really, because, you know, it's <laughs> yeah. one of the biggest festivals in Europe, and it's really cool that we get to play there. I mean, so many great bands, you know. It's Bad Religion are playing, and, and you know, Coxbearer and stuff. I, I mean, come on. Yeah. It's going to be Tons great. Tons of bands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's cool. Like, how do you... I mean... That's going to be an older crowd, too. I assume most, you know, a lot of old punks will be there and stuff. I mean, you guys, I mean, you guys got to be excited to see the bands, but definitely a different audience for D-Cracks, I would, I would assume. Yeah, but nothing we're not used to. Because, I mean, we toured with, we toured with CJ Ramon. Um, th- this was also, like, uh, the crowds were different, you know? Because th- there were so many old, like, punk guys coming with their, you know, they're, like, 60, coming with their original Ramon shirts from their... 19, <laughs> 1980 Germany tour yeah. or whatever, you know. So, because they were there and they come in to see CJ and then they see us yeah, play. Yeah, of course. And and they they all love this usually. I mean, so that was cool. It was really cool to to win over the it's great. The, the older generation, you know. Yeah. So I'm 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 looking forward to that because, you know, it's for us it never really made much sense to play the same shows and same audiences all the time. It was. We yeah. always need to like seek a new thrill or whatever, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll pick up a couple new fans hopefully sure, along yeah, the way yeah. too. Absolutely, you know? you know. And do something new, you know. Yeah, I think that there's probably some older people that are gonna they're gonna see D cracks and just be kind of floored, you know, like, holy shit, these guys are, you know, how yeah. fast can they play? <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, totally. <laughs> you know? Yeah, we have. Yeah. We might we might uh, want to cut back on the fast playing. When I heard the life record, life record, I was like, this is a little bit too fast. You know, we're we always way too excited when we're playing. You know, <laughs> and there yeah. Was, there's moments on there that's pretty fast. But... Yeah, no, but it never feels that fast. You know, that's yeah, the, that, 
Well, when, 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 while we play it, everything's kind of slow-mo. You know? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. No, that's really cool, though. Like, because not a lot of bands from this, you know, this this little scene or bubble or whatever get to play on those those great big fests like that. So it's it's pretty cool. Yeah, and that's that's uh, uh, challenging for us always, you know, to get on to these kind of things. You know, it's yeah. It it we've been around for so so long. We we worked our asses off, but still we can't really get to you know to bigger festivals or something. Or you know, there there wouldn't there wouldn't ever be like a bigger band taking us out. CJ Ramon was the first the first one to take us out, you know, on tour. We always have to tour by ourselves or by our uh, you know like bands on our on the same level, like, you know. That's that's how that's how we've been operating. We tried to you know you know this festival called Punk Rock Holiday? It's also one of the biggest uh, punk rock festivals here in Europe. And that's in Slovenia. Nah, I've never heard of it. Yeah, that's in Slovenia. I mean, you know, it's mo- mostly like all those like Fed Records bands are playing there, you know? Okay. And yeah. uh, it's in Slovenia. It's like 50 minutes from our hometown, Klagenfurt. You know, we I yeah. went I went hiking in that area with my school back in you know, back when I was like a kid. And we can't get on this festival. Like you know, it's kind of sometimes that's just sad. You know, because we're like you know we're from hmm. here. We work our asses off, and then there's other bands playing that they're just new, or whatever. You know, I don't know. Some, some, sometimes it's just uh, it's tough to get on this, you know. And uh, but we keep trying, you know, because why not? You know, we want to ba- break uh, barriers. When we find barriers, we want to break them, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you guys yeah. are, you know, I mean, as far as you know, Austrian bands. I mean, fuck, you guys are legends, you know. So <laughs> if there's a there's a local fest, you would think you guys would just be on it, just out of respect, you know. <laughs> That's yeah, the way I look at it, though. But you know, Austria. Is treating us with, with with respect since like 2018 or so. Yeah. I mean, it took a while for the, for them to actually go like, hey, these guys are still around. Look at what they've been doing, you know, and blah blah. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or maybe a little. That's cool. Little before that, but I yeah. Mean, I mean, the the rebellion thing is that is that like because uh, I noticed there were some other bands that are on Pirates Press. Yeah. That's got to have something to do with it, sure. right? Sure. Yeah, yeah, because um, yeah. I mean, Coxbara on Pirates Press also, and the 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 son the of drowns. the drowns are playing, but but Barstool Preachers are also playing, and TJ, the singer for Barstool Preachers, is the singer from uh, uh, Coxbara's son. You know? Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. So I didn't know that. Yeah, that's the connection there, and then they, yeah, they got us on basically. Yeah. Uh, so that's cool. That's how it goes. Yeah, yeah. well deserved, dude. Yeah well, yeah yeah. Well, I'm I'm excited to 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 just be there, you know. <laughs> and then we actually might might get to play two sets, even uh, like one like late night at three in the morning. That's gonna rule. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, is that like an after party thing or what? Yeah yeah. That's there's like you know, like impromptu sets by bands, you know, um, of throughout the whole event. You know, there's just stages and there's like secret shows going on and blah blah blah. You know, so we might end up playing like a yeah one of those secret shows also that's pretty cool man but how do you you know you gotta maintain throughout the whole day then right yeah yeah that's the <laughs> that, that's the challenge <laughs> yeah 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 because i mean i mean but you know at the same time you kind of want to you know that's that's like a big deal for you guys to be playing that fast so enjoy it you know but also try to remember it at the same time you know yeah yeah for sure yeah now we're, so we're gonna have a great time cool. there I'm, 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 yeah, I'm yeah. sure. 
Yeah. When is we, that exactly? Is that in the summer? I don't even know. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, uh, the first weekend of August or second weekend of August or so. Oh, that's a ways yeah. off then. Okay. Well, yeah, hopefully, yeah. you know, fingers crossed that that happens. You know, it sucks about Puke Fest, dude, because I know like. Ah, uh, yeah. It was it was a it was a it was a great lineup, you know. You know, our world it was perfect, right? Yeah, yeah. So I mean absolutely. to me that's the fest I would want to go to, you know, and, and yeah. yeah, it totally sucks they had to cancel. So Yeah, second time in a row, you know, because we were we were meant to play in twenty twenty one also. Uh, yeah. and actually the the original plan was to release serious issues on like on that Friday, you know, on uh, uh, hmm. like for Puke Fest basically, you know. This was the original plan, but then yeah. Yeah, dude. Well, hopefully things, you know, uh, it seems like this this surge that's going on right now, at least here, it's it's crazy and out of hand and it's worse than it's been. But, you know, people aren't getting as sick. But hopefully it's, it's supposed to go away soon. And hopefully it's just sort of, you know, I don't think it's going to go away forever. I think we're going to have to live with this. But hopefully people are, you know, just re- responsible enough so that life can sort of continue and resemble a few years ago, you know? Yeah, yeah. Especially for for your guys' sake, for band's sake, because it's so like you hear about these tours, and now it's like, well, is this even going to happen? You know, is this going to get canceled halfway through? It's, yeah, it's, it's got to be frustrating on your end, you know. Absolutely, and you know, for the venues and everybody, they they're just booking bigger bands. You know, when when they, when there's yeah. touring can only happen for for bands that have like a big name. You know, for for now, you know that's that's the way it is. Nobody nobody's craving the like no name bands you know <laughs> so it's very tough I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm 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 actually quite happy that we can look back on on what we've done in the last 18 years you know or 19 years now <laughs> oh my god yeah but yeah you know i'm happy i'm happy we did all this you know we did all those t- those tours like we went to we went to china we went to israel we went to turkey we went to mexico you know we did all this it's crazy yeah. yeah so so that's cool but you know picture being like a young band an up and coming band you know so that's why I, that's what I really liked about the award show too that you guys did like you know supported a lot of the like newer bands you know there cuz yeah, yeah try yeah cuz i mean that's you know? that's just how that's just all there is for them <laughs> you know cuz there's they can't play they can't tour you know it's really hard to get started you know and 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 yeah. and but we all need new bands you know so they they we should keep their motivations up, you know, somehow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, hey, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna kind of revamp the award show for next year somehow. Just try to make it a little bit not not different, but I mean, it's gonna be different, but uh, just better, you know. Just to, cause you know, there's got to be a, more categories. There's got to be a way to to mention some of these some of these other bands, you know, because you know, like when when a band like the Shivies is involved, it's like they're gonna. They're gonna kind of win a lot, you know, because they're just that good, you know. It's hard to get around that, you know. It's like any kind of genre. There's always something, you know. There's like the the top of the crop, right? Yeah. And yeah. everything else just sort of falls because of a few certain other bands. So um, I wanna I wanna figure out a way to do something different. Maybe maybe me and you, maybe I can pick your brain a little bit on that in the future sure. here, you know. Sure. So always here for you, buddy. Come up with some ideas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but uh, but yeah, dude, I'm I'm. It's awesome that you uh you didn't yell at me, end of the award show. I thought you were gonna come on here and you know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> no, it was a lot of fun, man. Yeah, yeah I was just messing with uh, with everybody. Oh, I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And everyone knows that it was cool. But um, yeah, yeah. yeah, just thanks for taking part again. You know. 
Oh, well, thanks um, you know, for having if me. If I no, do the award show, if, you, if I do the award show next year, I'll be pissed if you're not involved. So um, definitely, you know, yeah, you're just, always you're always welcome. So hit me and, up. And like I said, just um, you know, I'm always I'm always kind of looking for someone to just to shoot the shit with. So yeah. you're on the list. So I'm gonna be bugging you. Please do. And, uh, Please do. As long as uh, shit is still shut down in in Europe. <laughs> I'm gonna take advantage of it, I guess. Even if not, I will always make time for you, Nate, and for the dummy room, of course. Cool, man. Well, all right, dude. Well, until next time, stay safe, of course. I yeah. know you haven't had COVID yet, so stay the fuck away from it because it's <laughs> awful. Yeah, yeah. I and, hope uh, so. Thanks. Have, <laughs> have fun watching WrestleMania tomorrow with, oh, with it's, Jay. It's the Royal Rumble. Oh, the Royal Rumble. Well, say hi to him for me. <laughs> I will. I will. And s- say hi to Matt for me too, man. Yeah, he's not coming. He's, he doesn't watch wrestling. Uh, yeah, but maybe next maybe, time you see him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I will. All right. Yeah. Hey, stay safe. Uh, thanks for having me on. This was this was so much fun as always. And you know, whenever you need me, I'm a mouse click away, my friend. Awesome, man. We'll talk to you later. Stay <laughs> safe and uh, good luck with the first show with the new guy. Yeah. The new guy. So yeah, man. All right, man. <laughs> I'll talk to you later, dude. Bye. All right, bye. All right, there you go, Mike from D Cracks. If you're in Europe or capable of making it to a D Cracks show, you definitely should. If you're in the U.S., <laughs> you won't be seeing D Cracks, but uh, go see another show, man. There seems to be uh, shows happening all over the place, so go out and support. Uh, thanks for supporting Dummy Room. Uh, next episode will be next week or the week after. Until then, stay safe, take care, and bye. <laughs>